you know, when we actually give ourselves full permission to be here, to fully be here, that's where our impact goes next level. Our ability to create money, to have beautiful relationships, to be in the deliciousness of life, to be present, actually fully comes on board. Welcome, magical woman, to the Priestess Path podcast, embodied wisdom for cosmic connection. I am your host, Katie Moriarty, and I am a priestess initiator, a divine feminine oracle, an embodiment and leadership mentor. I do not believe we came here to do this alone. And the path of the priestess to me in this lifetime means claiming our full inheritance to all the gifts that we have accrued for many lifetimes of this work. We get to have it all. Sisterhood, magic, union, playfulness, wealth and abundance, full expression and our divine purpose. And this is the place where all of you is welcome. So let's dive in. The priestess in me sees the priestess in you. Hello, beautiful sister, and welcome to the Priestess Path, Embodied Wisdom for Cosmic Connection. I am Katie Moriarty. I am your host, and I'm so excited to be chatting to you today about multidimensionality and the embodiment journey, why we need both, a little bit about my story of being activated into this full multidimensional magical realm and all these higher aspects of self and this consciousness awakening, and then how I circled back around to actually healing my relationship with my body, um, coming back into the physical realms and understanding the deep importance of both of these if we're going to be in our highest and fullest expression as women of light, as priestesses on the path of devotion to our soul's evolution. And, you know, I think this is something that, um, honestly, a lot of us, a lot of us are on the journey. We're walking this priestess path today. We're here incarnated right now in this time in history and humanity, because we've got these powerful, powerful codes to offer of both this extraordinary cosmic connection, this higher self, this access to these worlds and dimensions and realms that are so far beyond the physical and just this human aspect of self. And we hold this deep love and reverence for the earth, for Gaia, for, you know, creating a better way and a better path for all in this human existence and nature and the magic of what it means to be alive, to be human, to actually be incarnated, manifested in this physical vessel. And um, for me, it's been this journey of finding reverence for both places and feeling safe in both places, which is such a huge part of this experience for all of us, because oftentimes we'll feel safer in one of those realms than the other. And sometimes we don't feel safe in either. And that can be deeply overwhelming and traumatizing for us. And so, you know, you'll hear me share that I feel that my work is the place where multidimensionality meets embodiment. And I actually think I have a really beautiful ability to hold both of those spaces. So a lot of the women that I work with are extraordinarily gifted healers, medicine women, artists, channels, and they are very tapped into the multidimensionality. They work with dragons and they work with different realms of consciousness and they work with goddesses and they're, you know, talking about codes and magic and wizardry and all of these things. And 
that is super powerful. And in my own experience, like something that people are always reflecting back to me is how grounded my approach to this work is, how anchored in this physical reality I am and how that supports them to draw all of this magical cosmic, you know, wisdom and energy and actually do something powerful with it on this earth. Because I have this belief that if I came here to be a purely multidimensional being off in the ether in the higher levels of consciousness, I would have just stayed there. I wouldn't have incarnated here on planet earth. I honestly believe I have a deep mission and purpose and reason for being here. And yes, planet earth is a playground. We get to have pets and play with animals and be in nature and be in swim in the ocean and eat delicious food and drink beautiful wine or water or whatever your thing is we get to like medicinal teas plant medicine um we get to have sex amazing we get to enjoy that physical interaction with someone like there's all of these benefits of being here on planet earth if i wanted to just be a, a fragment of consciousness of soul consciousness and energy and light if i wanted to be part of a multi-dimensional council of light if i wanted to be part of a collective consciousness if i wanted to be a, a, a an energy without a physical body i wouldn't be here I wouldn't have chosen to come here. I wouldn't have been devoted to this mission here, but I did. I chose to be here on planet Earth. And so what I see in this space is that when people don't have the ability to be here, they can't manifest here and they also can't heal and it feels deeply unsafe for them. So there's a lot of people in the space, I've always said that in the spiritual space that don't make money because I believe they bypass this physical reality. They judge it. They don't want to be part of it. They actually don't feel safe here. They want to stay up in the ether. They want to be with what's familiar. They and Then they judge the whole experience and therefore they find it very difficult to powerfully create in the physical realms. And on a soul level, I honestly believe that Part of the reason why we chose to be here is because we're like, cool, that's the leading edge of manifestation, as Abraham Hicks would say, like, that is the leading edge of creation. The ability to actually birth and anchor things from the higher dimension, the field, into the physical reality is like the highest level of mastery. To be able to manifest in that way is the highest level of mastery over manifestation. We know we're powerful infinite creators. We know we're these powerful priestesses. Of course we want to come here and play in this realm. If I wanted to be a Syrian priestess for the rest of my days, I would have stayed in Sirius B with Isis and Hathor and be hanging out there. I wanted to be here for a reason. And I make it my playground to the best of my capacity. And something that's really hard for us when we are women of the light, when we've had all of these past life experiences of being tortured and, you know, abused and disempowered for being in our gifts, killed even. Yeah, there is a big fear about this reality. There is a big fear around um, fear of death for being in our gifts and our magic. And that's something to be healed along the way. But when we fully embrace what it means to be here, there was so much of my journey where I was like, take me out. I don't want to be here anymore. I hate this planet. This is a shithole. Like it's super dense. I'm like, people here are horrible. I don't like it. I don't want to be here. I just want to be in the light. You know, when we actually give ourselves full permission to be here, to fully be here, that's where our impact goes next level, our ability to create money, to have beautiful relationships, to be in the deliciousness of life, to be present, actually fully comes on board. And so I really do feel like it's always an invitation for us to see, where am I not willing to be with this? Where am I trying to take myself out? Because I can't be with what's here. And it's it's understandable because as I say, as 
light beings that have incarnated here. This reality does feel dense. There's a lot of horrible things that take place here. There's all this duality, there's life, there's death. Humans can be horrible to each other. Mother Nature is savage and brutal. Like there's so much of it that challenges these, you know, soft and beautiful hearts that we've got that are so connected to, to source and to that higher level of consciousness. And there is magic and beauty in all of that too. There is something deeply powerful in all of that primal, you know, this primal connection that we have to life and the earth. And and so my work is really where multidimensional mentionality <laughs> meets embodiment and I feel like this is important if you're a woman that's powerful that's gifted that's tapped in and wants to actually create impact and leave a legacy and live a beautiful life and if you're on the flip side and you're like I'm actually a very grounded person and I'm not super tapped into my gifts there's an invitation for us to have both to have it all to be of the cosmos and the earth. And so what is the part that's calling for our attention to be activated, to work on? And so for me, I, you know, I had a very quick trajectory from working in a corporate career, being very much in the material world. I remember moving to Sydney and the, the real estate game, which is what I was in, in Sydney, I had a lot of judgment towards it. I was like, all people here care about is how they look and the car they drive and the, you know, the material possessions they own and designer this and that. And of course that was reflecting to me my own small aspects of self, because if it didn't, if it wasn't, I wouldn't have had emotional charge around it. And my own inner good girl stuff where I was like, that's not me. I'm like so beautiful. And I actually care about things that are more important. And there's also a part of the element of that, that was my truth. That was like, there's got to be more to life than this. And, um, you know, so I went from this super materialistic reality to flipping into this multidimensional world and being super activated into my gifts and my purpose and my power and my truth in that aspect. And, you know, I remember going to this, um, this workshop and people talking about the different dimensions, 3D, 4D, 5D. And I remember sitting there like being like, I'm an alien in this room, even though they're talking about aliens. I mean, they're not aliens, they're multidimensional beings, but you know, they're talking about aliens. I feel like an alien because I have no idea what anybody's talking about here. I'm so overwhelmed by this. And so, you know, my trajectory being thrust into this super awakening of my consciousness very quickly was quite jarring for me. And I suddenly realized that I had all these gifts and abilities like wow I can channel light language I can heal people I remember having a dream before this happened when I went to India and I had this really profound dream that I was with um, a friend of mine at the time and I was showing him I was like look at this healing power in my hand look at this light and energy I can generate I'll show you what I can do with it it's really powerful and I sent it to this street lamp like this street light across the road and 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 diminished it like the light went out and I was like, see what I can do. And <clears throat> not long after that, I went on this crazy journey to awaken all my gifts and all this stuff happened. And it happened so fast that I was thrust into this world of like light and expansion and gifts and soul remembrance. And there's all these councils of light channeling to me and wanting to work with me and supporting me and angelic things. And all of these things were coming online and it felt super overwhelming. And actually my body wasn't really coping with it because I hadn't developed a somatic container that could actually hold all this light and magic so not only did I put on a huge amount of weight which was a big part of my healing journey because I'm like bringing all this stuff in and my body is trying to build these defenses like no 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 I don't feel safe um but 
yeah, it brought up a lot of stuff for me. All this underlying trauma started to resurface. And I'm always saying to my clients, I feel like my soul has this, like, my partner says this to me all the time. Your soul is just kind of like a psychopath. It's like, what's next? What's next? I'm going all the way in. I'm going to like my absolute depths. I'm like, you know, jumping off the deep end. And so I went on this trajectory that was like, whoa, from one extreme to the other. And it brought up a lot of stuff for me. And so I was really activated. And for a while, I was like too much off in that space in a way because I was disassociating from what was happening in my physical reality. And I will never forget, like I came home from this year of travel and adventure and all this stuff happening. And my sister, like I was telling her this story about we were in Bali. So we went to Bali for my birthday. I flew her over and this is going to be the end of my trip. And I'd been one person when I'd left. I'd been the Katie that she knew her whole life. And I was her, I'm her older sister. I'm the oldest of all my sisters, in fact. And I'd always felt like we'd had this relationship where I'd kind of looked after her as if she was my child in a way, like not all of the time, but there was just moments in our childhood and in my life where that's kind of the role that we played. And I felt this deeply protective maternal instinct towards her, which sometimes had a big shadow as well. But I left as one version of me. And she comes and meets me in Bali and the next minute I'm sharing all these like channel transmissions with her and talking about my star families and, you know, like light language and all of this stuff. And I so wasn't aware of the impact that that would have on her and also just how much I'd shifted. And so I'll never forget, like we went on this crazy journey in Bali where we were trying to get to this tree house that I'd stayed in once before that was super cool out in the middle of nowhere and somehow our driver actually put in the wrong address but not only did he put in the wrong address and drive us two hours out of the way he actually took us past somewhere I'd been earlier that year myself that was super activating for me and so like we're looking out the window and there's this huge like form in the sky and my sister was like that looks kind of like a spaceship do you think that's a UFO and I'm like probably it's probably just the soul family you know saying hello and blah 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 like thinking nothing of it and then we went and slept in this tree house so it took us like three hours to get there from this point because we'd gone to the wrong place and I was like oh we were probably just meant to go past that to be activated and receive some codes and we go to the next place and the next day she shared with me she was petrified all night like she actually couldn't sleep because she was worried I was going to be beamed off into the middle of nowhere with this like galactic family and you know I remember that really hit me because I was like wow I I was just struggling to integrate all of this light and magic back into the physical realms and be conscious of the impact that that shift would have on people around me and it was just such a jarring experience and jarring way to go through it. And so, you know, then on the journey, I'd, I'd been away traveling this whole time and it's very easy to be in your highest light and expression when you're not facing, I don't want to say the real world because I don't believe, I believe there's different realms that we can reside in. I don't believe I live in the real world that a lot of people do. I think I've created my reality, which is like really abundant and magical and exciting. And we live different experiences based on our level of consciousness and frequency, etc. But I'd I came home to the real world, if you want to call it that. And and that was very jarring because I, I was trying to find how I fit in now. And so from being on this magical adventure and constantly off in the ether, I suddenly had to meet all of the parts of myself that were ready to be healed in my body, on the ground 
in the earth and get real with myself about the level of like healing I needed because the level of survival mode that I was living in. And I think what's really interesting, what I understand now from all the somatic work that I've studied and the healing that I've studied since then is that, you know, when we're working in these realms of light as multidimensional priestesses, when we're channeling these high frequencies through, it might, it makes sense to us on a soul level and it feels good most of the time. And it's activating and it's awakening and it's powerful. And like there's this part of us that's this body that doesn't interpret information in the same way as our mind or our consciousness does, which is triggering and and actually like a threat almost to the physical body, which is why the embodiment work when you're a priestess of the light, when you're a woman that's bringing forward all of this magic and codes and energy is so important because otherwise it's going to signal to your body something's very wrong. And if we don't get the body on board, things are going to happen. We're going to burn out. We're going to get sick. We're going to be infiltrated. We're going to turn away from our work. We're going to decide we don't want to do it anymore. We'll sabotage. We'll be in the program of like we'll fuck up our relationship or money or something because like we can't have it all and it's like so you know I really feel like the embodiment works important and that's where the, the magic really came to life for me because yeah the magic's not up there and out there it's here right now in the moment and how actually available and present am I to that how much can I be with it because the extent that I can be with my challenges and be with the darker and more tender parts of myself is the same extent that I can actually be with what's magical in here right now and so then I had to go on this whole journey and you know I had some experiences with the whole multidimensionality thing that I've spoken about in my podcast around mentorship where there was a little bit of trauma there because some things happened with people that I trusted and I and things happened and you can listen to that podcast if you want the story, but yeah, I didn't fully trust the multidimensional realms and I kind of shut down my channel a little bit, which is such an initiation for us as women on this path of healing and, and light. And so then I went into the embodiment work. So I started to meet myself for several years in, in all of my trauma, all the things that had never been deeply addressed and not trying to heal myself energetically or from a mindset perspective, but actually working with my body communicating with my body, doing somatic therapy, doing nervous system work to understand what the hell was playing out in my body that was keeping it locked in this survival mode. Because when we're in survival mode, we're not in creation mode. And if you're a powerful creatrix and you came here to birth creations into the world, physical and otherwise, like if you're in survival mode, you're not in that creation energy. And I've really seen that in myself because a couple of years ago, um, I was here in Australia when the floods happened, these big catastrophic floods that were like, they were extraordinary. They were never experienced before in our history. My house flooded. There was a lot of collective trauma and I went into a deep survival mode. And to try and get myself out of that, I was doing things like listening to all the right things and trying to do the inner work and signing up for all these courses and then not doing them. And I kept beating myself up. Like, why am I not doing this work? And it's because that was a very different brain and energy. My body was in a different space. It wasn't in learning and creation. It was in survival. And so, you know, that was a big example of that. But on a day-to-day on a day-to-day kind of level, if you're in a survival mode because you've got trauma that you're not dealing with and you don't feel safe, you're actually not in your full potency. You're not in your full gifts and expression, and it's very difficult to actually 
put that out into the world because you're in a space of needing to survive, which is contracting, which is scarcity. It's not abundant. It's not wealth. It's not freedom. It's actually contracted. And so I learned the hard way that the way to actually like be able to channel all this light and do it properly was to be deeply embodied, safe within my body, safe within myself first so that I could actually bring forth these light codes. And then I had to heal the trauma of the multidimensionality and what the impact that had had on me so that I could actually come full circle and be like, wow, I'm an integrated woman. I'm not perfect. I'm very much still healing. I've still got wounds. I've still got patterns, but I feel safe in my body. I can hold the light. I can channel this amazing stuff. I'm not off with the, you know, the fairies. I'm here now. I'm present. I'm able to receive it. All of that together makes me the fullest expression of me. This is the priestess. This is it. This is her. I am her. I am walking on the earth. I am grounded. I am connected to nature. I am connected to what's around me. I am able to enjoy it and be with it. I'm able to be with the parts of me that hurt. I'm able to be with my pain. I'm able to be with my grief. I'm able to be with my trauma. I'm able to be with the magic. And from this place, all of a sudden, it's like all of my creations take off. I have an amazing sisterhood. I call in a beautiful partner. I start to make more money than ever. In fact, I've doubled my income, almost tripled it in the last year. And it continues to grow because I feel safe to hold it. And my channel has opened again. Really powerful codes are streaming through. My healing activations have gone next level. Women are receiving so much from my work and I'm able to create effortlessly again. I'm able to channel effortlessly. And the beautiful part about doing the embodiment work is that actually you won't burn out because what happens for a lot of us on this in this space, you might have noticed if you do big healings or you hold big spaces, like both in receiving and facilitating, it probably drains the F out of you. If there's stuff going on in your body where you're not feeling safe, it's too much, too much light to hold, too much space to hold. It becomes very draining. And even in the receiving of healings, the integrations will be really rough where like you might go into a container, it's high frequency, high light. You'll go into a mentorship or do a healing session with someone and then it knocks you out. And maybe you'll be in bed for two days afterwards, or maybe you'll have this catastrophic integration that takes like three months and it's super horrible. And sometimes we need those experiences and they're there for a reason. And sometimes we've actually just taken on more than what we can actually hold. Therefore, the experience is much rockier and and much less enjoyable than it could be. So, you know, when I speak about embodiment, embodiment is our relationship to ourself and then the environment outside of us and our relate, like how we relate to others. And <clears throat> The way that I see embodiment, this is my personal definition, is that it's where our multidimensionality is actually able to anchor into a physical vessel that is safe to hold it because from that place we get to be in our full expression, from that place where all of us and from that place we can blend that cosmic magic with this embodied wisdom share our gifts and our magic with the world and also become magnetic to what we desire through that full expression. And that is my personal definition. And that is the way that I work with women on this journey. And so if you're not familiar with, with what 
you know, the soma is the body. So I'm going to, I'll be sharing lots more about this on this podcast, but the soma is the body. So it's a, it's our ability to actually come home to our body, to feel safe in that place, to, to accept all parts of us, to heal all of the stories, because the body is like a record, a map of every single thing we've ever experienced. It doesn't forget So even though we're in this empowered priestess, choosing from that place, creating from that place in a lot of ways, what happens is a lot of the time our body doesn't feel safe with that. So there's this incongruency and there's this wounded little girl within us with all these stories woven into the soma of where her needs weren't met. She wasn't chosen. She didn't matter. It wasn't safe to be seen. It wasn't safe to be heard. And we're constantly co-creating from her and not our highest expression. And that's what's drawing experiences and realities into our world. And so it's when we do the work to repattern the stories that are woven into the body through working with our nervous system, healing that, understanding, bringing awareness to what was unconscious, doing the somatic work with the body to release the trauma because trauma, so much of it happens in the body, not the mind. And I had this conversation with a beautiful dear client of mine who was asking for some guidance for her daughter the other day. And I was like, she was talking about, she's done so much NLP, she's done so much coaching and she's she's like, you know, riddled with anxiety. And I'm like, because the body is communicating something. So the NLP is great. The coaching's great. All these things are great. And yet, No work has been done with her body to actually hear what it's trying to say, to release what's been trapped there and allow her to liberate the body of that story so that she can create a new one. Right now, her body is doing the best it can to actually keep her alive because it's somehow received the message that this is the thing that's going to keep her safe. And so it's not till there's new patterning that comes into that place that she's going to be liberated from this feeling that she's got. And so, you know, that is where embodiment meets multidimensionality. That is why we need both. That is why we need both. And our ability to be with what is there without judgment to be with it without disassociating, without cutting ourselves off, without running away, without shutting down, without collapsing, without fawning, people-pleasing, is is the key. This is what we really deeply want to step into, which brings me to our channeled priestess message for today, which is how can you be with what is available to you in your life right now, with what's here and present right now in this moment just a little bit more deeply? whatever that is for you. It might be pure joy and ecstasy. It might be magic. It might be a deep grief. It may be deeply uncomfortable. What? How can you be? What would it take for you to be with what's there? Just a little bit more to be able to find that space where you feel safe to be with what is there. That's the key. That's embodiment. And so beautiful soul, thank you so much for listening today. I love this topic. You'll hear me share so much more about this on other podcasts. I absolutely have found my true north in this multidimensionality and embodiment and I love to talk about it and I love to support women on this journey so thank you I so look forward to seeing you on the next episode and big love big love sister okay so that is it for today's episode if something in this podcast speaks or spoke to you I invite you to share it on Instagram or Facebook and then tag me so I can share it too and we can connect And if it feels aligned, I would so deeply appreciate if you would leave a review so that other people can find this podcast as well. My socials are linked in the show notes, as well as links to find out more about me and my work. 
And finally, please make sure to subscribe so you can stay up to date with all of the goodness I have planned for this platform, of which there is a lot. See you on the next episode.